FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. E.T.'s coming back. Eli Tomac confirmed in a, in a press release from Yamaha that he will be back racing next year, which is really, really cool after we saw what happened in Denver Supercross this past year. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, thank you to the folks at Renthal, whether it's the uh, 7 8 bar, uh, the cloth bar pad, they brought that back, whether it is a uh, uh, fat bar, twin wall bar, uh, anything like that. Renthal's got you covered. Sprockets, chains, grips as well. Mountain bike stuff. Carbon and aluminum bars. Stems. All of that. <coughs> Renthal.com. Really cool website. Dealer locator on there as well for the American side. And uh, bar bend chart. All of the things at Renthal.com. Please check it out. Red Bull KTM. Uh, Factory Honda and Factory Kawasaki. Depending on Renthal, they're sweeping podiums all across the world. To talk about ET coming back from Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Well, you, le- you lead me into the joke I had kind of planned for this, Steve, and that's E.T. coming back. Uh, conveniently, his announcement is on the same day that Congress said under oath that extraterrestrials are real. So our extraterrestrial is coming back to Supercross <laughs> and Motocross. Uh, he is real as well. That's great. No, it's good news for the sport for sure. Let me ask you this. Uh, and, and, you know, when he did it, you know, the history of, of athletes who tore Achilles and, and never came back and all of that. It's long. Motocross guys aren't the same as football, basketball, all of that. But, you know, we did talk about that maybe this is it. Maybe he's done. You know, he, he was already he's already older. He was thinking about uh, hanging up the boots anyways. So surprise level at this announcement for you. Um, yeah, uh, definitely very surprised considering how I felt the night of the accident for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and, and I think that's because we haven't seen an Achilles injury in our sport in a super, super long time. Like the last time I can remember it happening to anybody substantial was McGrath. And I don't think that was a an Achilles rupture. I think that was like a cut or yeah, something. Yeah, no, he from, just cut it. Uh, yeah. Vince Freeze, though. Vince Freeze, you know, coming off that. There you go. Vince yeah. Freeze. So, but my, 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 my point being is, is we've it's always been this injury that's crazy long to come back from. And, and it's incredibly hard to do. But, you know, a lot of years has gone gone by by then. Um, Eli is incredibly gnarly dude and I'm sure been very dedicated to physical therapy. But also technology has improved, too, and, 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 and in the medical field, right? So I have mm-hmm. to think part of it is that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, he was at the Alpine Stars launch uh, at Washougal on Sunday. I talked to him there. He seemed like he was in a great mood. He was geared up. And uh, I was like, oh, whoa, you're gearing up. And uh, he hasn't ridden a bike yet. He was laughing about that, but he was doing he was doing just some photos. But he said he seemed in a great mood. He said, you know, I was expecting like super gnarly injury. He goes and it wasn't was you know he said it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as he thought. Like it wasn't some gnarly, grueling recovery thing. He said, and he goes, yeah, it's pretty good. I said, can you get out of the house? Can you bicycle? He said, I can bicycle. I can go up fire roads. You know, I can take it easy. Nothing hardcore yet. Uh, we're in July as we do this podcast. Um, it says that he'll be back on the bike in the six-month window before Anaheim. So that is... I heard him say somewhere October. Yeah, October. He'll be on, he'll be on the bike. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, it's going to be... It's going to be... It seems like it... Look, it's gnarly. It's, it's a bad injury. But it, if you can call it a good injury, this one seemed okay. It didn't seem that crazy. He... Uh, Got stitched up and he's ready to go. Yeah, and I mean, and that's great, right? Because this is great for the sport. Um, I'm sure the only people that maybe are upset are anybody that has to deal with him on a Saturday night in a main event, you know. So, 
Um, I, I think it's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I would imagine, I have no idea about Achilles injuries. I don't know. I, I, I know a bit about knee injuries and if they're anything like a knee injury, every injury is different. So maybe there's part of that too, but I don't know, man. It, it was, uh, we saw his reaction on, uh, in Denver when it happened. And, uh, I just think it's really cool that he was, um, cause I really did think that night that might be it. That might be all that we saw of Eli. But um, yeah. but I think it goes to show a lot about his character and who he is, and that he doesn't want to go out like that, and he knows he's still capable to um, yep. capable of being competitive. And I think uh, this makes twenty twenty four Supercross season that much more enticing. And as we talked about when he injured it, unlike football, unlike basketball, you know, Achilles really slow those guys down, and they really, you know, sometimes guys come back a shell of their former selves. Motocross is not that way. You're wrapped in a boot. Uh, you're on a stationary on a motorcycle that way. Like, uh, you know, we right now, talking about Vince Freeze, he just won a World Supercross race uh, in his first race back from Achilles. Um, so he looks to be good and back up to speed. Uh, Dave Ginolfi uh, did one as well, our buddy Dave. Uh, it took him a while oh, to yeah. get going. He said it kind of freaked him out when he first got back on the bike. But eventually he said it was no problem to, you know, do anything he wanted to do pre-injury. So not quite as uh, as drastic for motocross racers as some other athletes so that's good so i expect yeah. like to me paul um it, does he come back and and win championships i don't know but does he come back and back to a race a front of the race guy and winning races and all of that yeah i think so right yeah absolutely absolutely i think he'll win races next year and and um i mean i, I think you know we've heard him say season a, a few things and it seems like there's a bit of vagueness in be, behind what he will race next year but i would think with this world supercross mo- i'm sorry not the world super the smx model um i i think we can count on them all year because there's just too much money up for grabs at the end of the year to to just do 17 races and take off the summer in my opinion especially when you're basically seeding yourself in already after supercross so i think we're going to get them all year and i i, I mean I would absolutely put him in the championship conversation. Like, uh, yeah. again, I don't know much about this injury, but um, I don't view it as a ACL type thing to where maybe you never return um, to your former self or like a shoulder thing, possibly that sometimes can be detrimental or, or wrists are weird in our sport too. Um, but yeah, when you're wrapped up in a Alpine star tech 10 boot and um, yeah, you don't have to any like movements, how tennis mm-hmm. players and basketball players and football players do. And, and they're maybe the ones that are put this, put this picture in our head of how gnarly this injury is. Um, so yeah, we're racing motorcycles and it's a bit different. So I I can't wait to see him next year. I sent a text out to someone who would know about his contract. And yes, it's the same contract he had this year, which was supercross only option for MX. And, uh, we all know he was going to take the MX option. Um, he had said that, uh, but if he doesn't want to do it next year, he doesn't have to, if he qualifies for SMX, if he gets a win, he's qualified, uh, for SMX, uh, and he'll probably, you know, barring an injury, he'll make it anyways. But yeah, uh, I think I'm with you, Paul. I probably lean, maybe not as strongly as you, but I would lean that we'll see him in MX in 24. But his contract right now isn't guaranteed for MX 24, from what I was told. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, the SMX thing, I mean, look, um, it's doing it. It's driving riders to the outdoors. It's it's getting guys it to the is. races. Yeah, it's it's doing the intended effect. That money for those three race SMX series is too good to pass up for these dudes. Uh, so that's interesting. But yeah, Tomac coming back. Um, he did. He is expecting a third child. He told me at Washugo, and I was like, Oh wow! I didn't even know that. I don't know if I even knew he had a second. Uh, <laughs> I knew he had a second. He's busy. He's been busy. 
<laughs> yeah, well, when you're home more, this, that, those, are, those are the things that happen when you I stay guess. home more. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I think, um, yeah, it's going to be really good to see him uh, back on the track. I, I do think, like, going into a little bit of silly season stuff here, Paul, Dylan Ferrandis came on the Pulp Show, doesn't have a ride. We kind of know he doesn't have a ride. Um, Cooper Webb's going to star. Justin Cooper's going to a, going to star or staying with star, but moving up to 450s. If there was a chance to keep Dylan, and it didn't look good anyways, but if there was a chance for the star guys to keep Dylan there, maybe a reduced pay or di- I don't know what kind of deal, uh, that's probably gone out the window now. Yeah, I'd absolutely uh, make that assumption as well, too. I mean, the when – Eli says, yeah, I'll, I'll sign that one. I'll sign that piece of paper you got there. That's That drains the bank. So um, I just – there wouldn't be anything left for Dylan there. No, um, no. And who knows how that relationship's going. Who knows if he, both sides want to continue in the – you know, uh, continue their relationship either also. So, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that is uh, – I would put money that we won't see for him on a star Yamaha next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought so anyways, and so did you and most of us around the pits. But – until the Eli news, I'm like, ah, maybe they keep him. But, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely think this this would be it for Dylan. Um, should be interesting to see Cooper Webb and Eli Tomac on the same team, right? Like, uh, that's interesting. I've had people, you know, we know how these guys work now. There's an A guy and there's a B guy, and they know their roles and they know their spots, all of that. But with Cooper Webb and Eli Tomac being teammates, are they going to bro down? No, Eli doesn't bro down with anybody. Uh, but I think it'll be fine with having those two guys there. Yeah, I absolutely think it'll be fine as well. Um, I can't remember any specific run-ins between Cooper and Eli in the past. I don't think there's any bad blood between them, but I think they just have a lot of professional mutual respect, and I think they're going to go about their business very similar. Um, I don't know that Cooper loves practicing with everybody. He's definitely not the social media show-you-every-day-what's-happening type of guy, and neither is Eli, so... I think they're going to quietly do their work and they're going to be professionals on the weekend. You know, they most likely both of them will have a bus or one of them will. Um, but I honestly think they're going to be very cordial and, and just their, um, I guess their tenure in this sport and where they're at in their careers. They're both dads. They're mm-hmm. both champions. Um, I think they're going to get along famously and, and hopefully they can do some good together developing the bike too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it should be, should be really good. Great to see Eli back. It's really cool. Um, I did have – so I talked to him at Washougal. He said Wednesday there will be some news. I didn't even ask him. I think he was just – I think he was heading me off uh, at, the, at the point because just without even saying something, he's like, Wednesday, Wednesday you guys will hear. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, <laughs> he didn't want any more of your questions. Well, like I was not even going to go there. I was asking him about like how's the recovery, how you doing, have you been bicycling, you know, things like that. And maybe I would have slapped in a, so what's, what are you doing? But I was, wasn't planning on it, and then he just headed me off with the Wednesday thing. But he was in a great mood, and it was good to see him. And then I heard from someone else that was there. He was talking to Brock Glover from Dunlop, who was there. And he had said, this person had overheard Eli saying, uh, is, this, is this next year? Is this what we're, we're doing next year? Something like that. So, you know, uh, it, it, I think the, the, the way his mood was, and then when I heard that, I'm like, oh, he's coming back. Like, like I just instantly thought on Sunday, like, I'm like, yeah, he's in a good mood. He's here for 2024 Alpine Star shoot. You figure if he's pulling the shoot on his career, he's not showing up for a 2024 thing. Maybe, but maybe not, right? So, yeah, I, uh, I put all that together and figured he was there. So Yeah, especially to show up at a public event so soon after his injury. He don't want to show up on crutches or with no. a cane or, no. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, that's the only way he's going. 
swing is. And, and maybe that was honestly a date he had in his head that he is going to try to be um, walking mm-hmm. and close to, yeah, yeah. good enough to, to, to attend, you know? So yeah. I think all these guys find these little goals to chase after because it keeps you motivated, keeps you focused. And I don't know what exactly happened, but he was supposed to be at the Friday 50th year of YZ launch too, but he didn't show. And that, on, on the flip side, that was like, hmm, that's interesting. You know what I mean? And then he wasn't there. He wasn't I there saw on pictures Friday. of him there. Not Friday. Oh, maybe there was two different. I saw pictures of him in that retro Yamaha shirt with his wife, and it uh, looked like it was some nineties no, party thing. I think that was taken. Maybe I don't know. Maybe at the ranch or something. I didn't see him there. Wygant was supposed to talk to him. He didn't. Sh- you know all that stuff. So uh, I was like, oh shit, that's not good. And then Sunday, it's like, oh, he's here and he's happy. That's good. So yeah, <laughs> kind of where we at with Eli Tomac. Uh, Renthal reaction, Eli Tomac coming back. Paul and I both uh, think he's going to be right back to winning races and getting po- on the podium and all of that. Who knows if he wins? He's got this jet dude to deal with and all that and Chase Sexton. But, yes, uh, we do think that this Achilles end- injury will not uh, set him back. Um, anything else on Tomac before I fire a couple other questions at you? I don't think so. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Renthal.com. Uh, please check them out on the web for all your information. So now, I want. To, I got some Renthal questions. I didn't even warn okay. you about this. Uh, I rode uh, some factory Hondas on Sunday. Okay. And, okay. yeah, the lever position on the Lawrences, it, they're way in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Very inward, yeah. They run the twin wall bar. How nope. does that affect? Nope. Uh, sorry, when they run the twin wall bar, when they run nope. it. They oh. don't. They don't run it? No, Jet Jet is an eight thirty nine fat bar. Hunter is an eight twenty seven fat bar. I thought and Chase, the other bike that you rode, is an eight twenty seven fat bar. But I thought first they switched that for outdoors. No, am I? Just no, dreaming? no, they've been okay. fat bar fellas for a while. Yeah. So here's what I was going to ask you: if if do they run fat bar because of their lever placement? Because the twin wall makes that a little difficult. Um, I wouldn't say that is the reason. I think okay. flex char- character is reason number one, but that is absolutely a benefit of the mm-hmm. fat bar is you have the freedom to to move your controls like that. Yes, the twin wall design um, is l- limiting uh, in control space, and there may or may not be something in the works for the future to help that along. Oh, um, oh, but okay. yeah, that is that, yeah. that is absolutely that sure. is absolutely an issue. But you know, on a factory team like that, those riders can do whatever they want. The team would figure out a way how to mount the levers inward if they had to, and he wanted to run a twin wall. So you're telling me they didn't run twin walls? Never. Okay, I, I trust you would know. That's that's crazy. Um, also, very uh, kind of normal bar bends. Kind of easy. Yep. Uh, um, the levers and the levers were funky, and some of the play in the levers were funky and rear brakes and stuff. But uh, neutral bar bend position and neutral bars for all the all three guys. Yeah, I mean Jet runs the same handlebar on his bike that comes stock on the Honda. It also comes stock on the Kawasaki uh, KX250F and mm-hmm. and two and 450. Um, and I mean, th- I contribute Dazzy to a lot of that. Uh, I mean, I was on the phone with Dazzy over a year ago for hours and I sent him all kinds of specs and drawings and, and because he was basically analyzing how his kids were riding their motorcycles and, and, and every part of the track indoors and out. And he wanted to try some different things and see how their position look with different bars. And, and yeah, that was like a project of Dazzy's, you know, last year during outdoors, I believe. And both riders are jet switched his grip and his bar mm-hmm. and Hunter switched just his grip. Okay. And that all was right. around high point or so last year. Oh, okay. All right. And now they're all kind of the same. Yeah, they yeah. haven't changed since. So hmm. it was crazy because Jet was winning. I think he had he had won every national up until High Point, and then 
I get an order and, and feedback from Dazzy that, yeah, we're changing our bar bend for this next race. Oh, and our grip. And I was like, okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, we got that in stock, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is It is interesting how far in their levers are, uh, both front brake and clutch. And, you know, I guess the story is is that back in the day when they had no money, if you fall over, you, you break your lever, right? If it's sticking out or if it's – <laughs> and then the story is he moved them in to not break levers all the time. And yeah. just got used to it. So uh, it definitely is a little weird. Um, but, yeah. So I was thinking to myself. It's very yeah. mountain bike-esque, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah, you got a good point there, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to, to ride the bikes and see the different setup. And how Jets is, Jets is very neutral. Like, obviously, I'm a slow mm-hmm. vet rider. And everything about his setup was just normal and neutral, which is not like a typical factory bike, right? You've ridden enough factory bikes too. Um, there's always something funky really. and there's always something weird. Oh, okay. All right. Well, just in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. There's always something weird or, or, or off, you know, for settings and controls because there's, you know, there's different things that they like to do. Um, and Jets was just like, yeah, just vet friendly, just normal, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of matches his riding style. Yeah, really, it, I mean, he he, yeah. he he beats everybody all weekend, and and we look at him and we're like, geez, that guy's going so slow. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely that's uh, crazy. Um, all right, okay, uh, Renthal reaction, et coming back, and some uh, some bar bend talk about the Lawrences. Uh, anything else, Paul? What uh, what else is happening? Yeah, actually, it's crazy busy time um, right now for Renthal. We have some sales shows coming up. We have new products that are coming. So I hope to be talking about a new grip um, end of August. Uh, and uh, I think I'll be coming to see you um, in the middle of September a little bit. So we can talk some more about Renthal stuff there. Um, I personally have all the MX of Nation stuff starting to heat up. So people will start to see that a little bit. And um, yeah, it's just a busy time for Renthal. Um, but yeah, for sure at the end of this year and then early next year, we have a lot of new products coming. So I'm getting excited because this is years and years and years of work that finally, I think we're going to be able to uh, bring to market. Sounds like to me from people I talk to that the Nations uh, announcement might be pushed back again, like it was last year. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't expect to to hear the team finalized until Ironman at the very earliest, but I honestly think it might be past that because, um, and, and, you know, as long as we are making the choice ahead of bikes to ship i i like waiting as long as yeah why well, yeah i never understood the whole unadilla and get it going like we got you got you got to declare your team 30 days before um obviously you don't ship before you ship before then but like per the rules of these nations so yeah why not wait uh injuries or or yeah. things could pop up or or whatever yeah there's no there's no it's going to get hyped no matter when you announce it it's not a it's not a special time to announce it at unadilla so that never made a lot of sense to me you know so yeah yeah and we got we got guys still need to race and show and we got six more outdoor motos and then we got six more hybrid motos to get everybody healthy through so a lot can change let me ask you this and you uh you don't have to give anything away because i know you have discussions with the team usa people and you know you're you're a voice at the table type deal but would you pick a rider just based on smx results if someone's peaking if someone's crushing it if someone's great that's hard you, to say. Yourself, like, um, like, like not yeah. the team, but yeah. It's hard to say, um, but I don't want to say that they're S- 
I, I do believe there is something to momentum. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, I, I do believe there's something to momentum and confidence. So if a guy shows up and he wins six SMX motos and he wants to go to Destinations, I'd love to have him go to Destinations. To, to me, that's like mm-hmm. somebody rolling who's dialed in, yeah. right? Doesn't um, matter to you that it's wait, not a motocross track. Like, yeah, you're you're fine with momentum. Not yeah. necessarily. And, and it's hard to say that now because... Yeah, we have track maps, but I don't know what these SMX things are going to look like, right? Right. Um, we've seen Monster Cup at Sam Boyd before, and 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 I don't know, but this is still different. And um, but yeah, uh, I, I I look at it more as as what it takes to get the job done. And to me, things that are incredibly important is that your MX2 guy is an incredibly good starter, has a very very good motorcycle and can sprint immediately because I think it's incredibly tough to come through the pack against 450. So I personally want the best yep. starter possible in on the 250. And then after that, I think it comes down to experience, um, dealing with the big moment, maybe having been to this track before. We have guys who are eligible who have raced this track before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think being good on a hard surface is important. Um, you know, I, sand skills don't matter. Don't mean nothing at Erne. So, um, yeah, I think there's, for me, I try to break it down as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I, I, that's why I, I am trying to be a proponent for waiting because I want to see as much as we can and get as close as to we can before making a decision. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, you would, uh, you would not be scared to pick an SMX, uh, guy, a guy that's crushing it at SMX, didn't crush nope. it in moto or whatever, just momentum and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sounds good. Uh, that, that announcement. So yeah, look for that announcement to be a little bit delayed from what has been in past years and, uh, and we're fine with that. Uh, yeah, big news though. Et coming back. That's cool. That's gonna be great. We're gonna have. Yes, it is. We're gonna have Chase Sexton, Jet Lawrence, oh. Eli Tomac on the line. It's gonna be. <laughs> you just. I just got goosebumps. My hair is. My hair is on. You know, standing on end on my arms because yeah. now we got a hell of a Supercross season. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a dogfight. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And look, we're gonna look ahead to the. Uh, Rental reaction for Sexton at KTM at some point here, people. Um, uh, we'll be doing that as well. But thank you to uh, Rental for making this happen, Rental.com. Please check out the informative website. Uh, use the product. If you've raced or ridden for any length of time, you've probably used something from Rental and enjoyed it. So, yeah, keep it going, people. I hope so. Um, I hope so. All right, Paul. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, see ya.